It sure is good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. We appreciate everybody's come to God's house. And boy, we thank God for Sunday school this morning. And uh, thank God for everybody cheering. It's just, it's just wonderful. Uh, we appreciate this Palm Sunday. And uh, I want to ask everybody to pray this morning. I believe you've been praying. You can feel it. And, uh, but really pray. And uh, we want to have a service today uh, that will touch people's hearts. And we, we, we would just pray that when God does reach out and touch people's hearts, that people would respond and come by faith and trust the Lord. And so I want to read a verse of Scripture, a couple of verses in the 92nd Psalm, uh, verses 12 and 13. Uh, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Let's stand up for just a moment for prayer. And as we pray, precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this beautiful day that you've given us. Lord, we just ask you to help us and help us to have a, a hallelujah service today, God. One just full of the Holy Spirit that would uh, touch people's hearts and reach to people. And uh, God, we just pray for that great convicting spirit. And we ask you to help us, God, whatever's being done, uh, singing, testifying, preaching. Uh, God, we just ask you to just... Uh, Help us and guide us and help us be what we should be and uh, just fill us with your Holy Spirit. We just ask these things and praise you in Jesus' name and amen. You be seated. We turn the service over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page 28. <clears throat> Page 
34.
time we'll have the choir come down and we'll turn over both to you. getting to be here this morning. It sure is good to see everybody here. We've got a fantastic crowd, and I want to say I appreciate all of our visitors. And I love that last song we sang, and my favorite part is in the fountain of life, there's a balm for your soul. And uh, there's a, a, a part in the book of Jeremiah, he's, he's talking, he says, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. And he says, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? And I'm glad today for lost sinners, there's a balm for your soul. You can be a balm's a healing ointment. You can be healed this morning. And Jesus is a physician. He's got it stored up for you. I'm thankful to be here. I'm looking forward to this service. And I pray that God would speak to somebody today and show them their lost condition. But I ask at this time if you'd stand with us. We wonder at this time if anybody would have an unspoken prayer request. Let's surely remember all these. Anyone with a, a spoken prayer request this morning? Nobody else has anything else Carl will lead us in prayer.
wonder at this time if anybody would have a, a song or a testimony in their heart.
side that side I'll tell you what let's really pray because uh, I'm I'm telling you uh, God's wanting to do something for somebody this morning if you're here and you're not saved you need to get saved and if you are saved and you're not living right time to get in that uh, time is short and there's a lot to be done and we need to be about the father's business so uh, sing that at least that last verse again do whatever you want to mind the Lord somebody needs to come to the Lord
to put on the robe of an earthly man and feel the pain of flesh and bone and to later trod that lonely path that led to Calvary but the blood that fell it broke all my chains and said that I could still go free that I could still go free what kind of man would reach out his hand and do this for me those songs. At this time, I feel it's best I'll turn it over to our pastor. Sure, it's good to be here this morning. I thank God for everybody that's here. What a great crowd we have. And, uh, good service we're having. God's blessing us. And, uh, had a good Sunday school and a good choir and, and good singing and opening up. I just, uh, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I'm saved. Glad for what I feel in my soul. And won't you really pray this morning. Uh, have a verse that I don't uh, need to turn to it, but it's uh, in the 46th Psalm, uh, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And I'd like to use a, a subject or a text this morning, help is here now. And uh, help's not a long ways off or uh, even close by. Uh, help's not uh, available in a few minutes or after a while. But God is a very present help in trouble. When God's Holy Spirit reaches out and God moves and touches your heart, you don't have to be anywhere else. You don't have to be anything else. You don't have to wait one second. You can come right then. And uh, so I want you to really pray. And, uh, there's a couple of fellows uh, in uh, the Bible that I uh, have on my heart to use as the main illustrators of that subject. And uh, they were uh, very sinful fellows. And God helped them. And well, who, 
Who were those sinful fellows, preacher? Well, they were two apostles. One of them's named Peter and one of them's named Paul. One preacher, can you say those fellows were sinful? At certain times, they surely were. And the uh, uh, first one I want to mention is uh, Simon Peter. And uh, he told the Lord, uh, you know, the Lord was telling his disciples, and I don't know if I'll read some of that, might do it, but uh, he, he, the Lord was telling his disciples uh, that uh, uh, he was going to be forsaken. He let them uh, know that he was going to be crucified. The end was coming. And uh, Simon Peter, uh, he was very bold and uh, a little bit arrogant. And he said, uh, the rest of them might forsake you, but I never will. I won't deny you. Uh, if it comes down to it, I'll die for you. I'll die with you. And over here uh, in the book of Matthew, I might need to read a little bit of that. Uh, verse, uh, uh, in chapter 26, verse 35, Peter said to him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. And so a little bit later, while uh, Jesus was, uh, he was uh, uh, betrayed by Judas, and they came and arrested him. And uh, Peter, that uh, you know, he had... Uh, so much zeal, and he had a, a kind of a natural zeal in the way, and we can get like that if we're not careful. Uh, we need to not get ahead of the Lord. We need to uh, not depend on ourselves, but wait on the Lord. And, you know, uh, all of you Bible readers know the story. When they came to arrest Jesus, and uh, they were starting to take him, and uh, Simon Peter, he took out his sword, and, and uh, he was ready to fight, ready to die. Uh, he cut one of the enemy's ears off. Uh, the Lord put it back on. Uh, but I'm telling you what, uh, that, that wasn't the kind of battle that Jesus uh, was here to fight. Uh, he had a different kind of battle. He needed to conquer uh, death, hell, and the grave. Uh, Jesus, uh, he, if he wanted to, those soldiers that came to pick him up, he could have spoke them out of existence. Or he could have just put them to sleep, whatever he wanted to do. But, but anyway, uh, this uh, frustrated uh, Simon Peter down here, uh, on down here in this uh, 26th uh, chapter, and comes down through here and and uh, when they were talking about uh, Jesus down here, when Jesus was being tried, and they came to the conclusion, said he's guilty of death, and uh, they spit in his face and buffed him, did all these things. Now, verse uh, 69 said, Now Peter sat without uh, in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, uh, Thou also was with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And uh, there was another maid came out there, and, and she asked him, and uh, she said, this fellow's with Jesus. And he said, I don't know the man. Well, then there was another one came down there and uh, began to talk to him and uh, ask him if he'd been with him. He said, surely thou art one of them, for thy speech betrayeth thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. Immediately the cock crew. Uh, Jesus had told Peter uh, before the cock crows, you'll deny me three times. Uh, Peter, I couldn't imagine that and couldn't believe that. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, we can't imagine uh, some of the depths that we'll go to sometime as people. Uh, you can be a safe person, have good intentions, uh, and feel like you're doing pretty good today and not too many days down the road uh, you can be in an awful bad shape uh, you can uh, you can be sinful and you can you can uh, turn your back on God and you can deny the Lord uh, my friend uh, how is that possible that's because we're human and we're people uh, but I'm going to tell you one thing uh, uh, and listen oh I, I need to get this uh, this just comes to me this real important uh, there there may have been uh, people standing around and, and listening uh, that I uh, saw and heard what Simon Peter did uh, and they may have judged him uh, and said he'll never uh, do anything for the Lord again uh, uh, that man's done 
uh, he's over with. He's out of it. We got uh, to be careful who we judge and how we judge. Uh, uh, it's uh, possible to do awful bad things. Uh, but I'm telling you what, uh, uh, Jesus uh, knew what Simon Peter was going to do, uh, and he knew what he could do. That wasn't the end of Simon Peter. Uh, but after that, he did that. After he cursed and, and swore, said, I don't know the man, then he decided, I'm just going to uh, leave what I'm doing, and he went fishing. Uh, I took a bunch of fellows with him. Uh, but boy, I like this part. Uh, talk about uh, a very present help in trouble. When they came back uh, off of their fishing excursion, uh, Jesus uh, was on the bank there, and Jesus had fish over the fire. Uh, I put it this way. Uh, uh, I'm glad of this, Cooper. Uh, when Jesus, he knew where they was. Uh, when they was coming out of the boat, uh, he invited them, uh, come up by the fire uh, and eat fish with me. Uh, I'm telling you what. I've been, since I've been saved, there's been times, uh, Jeremy, uh, that I, I've been out of the will of God. Uh, but uh, I'm glad, Anthony Wilder, uh, that when I, I come to a certain point, uh, uh, Jesus uh, waved me over by the fire. Uh, boy, I'm glad, even when I'm not close to it, uh, Roy, I'm glad the fire's still burning. I'm glad there's food to eat on the fire. And uh, I'll tell you, the, the fish that Jesus fed those fellows, they wasn't fish that the men brought in. Uh, uh, Jesus had them there himself. So a very present help in trouble. Uh, listen to me today, folks. Uh, uh, there might have been uh, some heavy judgments uh, against uh, Simon Peter. Uh, uh, he was in a bad spot. He did some bad things. Well, uh, this man that had walked with Jesus, uh, this man that had walked on the water, he cursed and said, I don't know him. I'm telling where we can get, but there's a very present help in trouble. Help is here now. You just keep praying. I need to take my time a little bit. But boy, I'm telling you what, there might be somebody here today, somebody that's saved that's out of the fellowship and out of the will of God and, and the devil might have told you uh, you can't ever get back in you've went too far you've done too much uh, you're too far gone uh, you can't get back in church uh, I didn't uh, do anything totally scandalous uh, but when I was out of fellowship and out of church as a young man Satan told me that uh, I come to church and I'd feel like moving and coming to the altar and repenting Satan said you've messed up uh, you can't get back in these people never will have confidence in you anymore uh, you might as well just forget it Well, as long as I listened to the devil and argued with him I stayed in bad trouble but when I came to a point that I was willing to come and obey the Lord I'm telling you uh, I had present help right then uh, help is here now uh, you don't have to wait for it and, and so listen my friend well what kind of help uh, did Simon Peter get well I want to tell you this uh, uh, I've got it marked over here if you want to look at it you can a little later uh, over here in the book of Acts uh, well I'm telling you what on the day of Pentecost uh, and this, this was just a little over seven weeks uh, uh, after what I was talking to you about here see there was the Passover and Jesus uh, was a uh, uh, crucified uh, there at the Passover. Then uh, there was the feast uh, of unleavened bread. And then there was the feast uh, of the first, uh, the fruits of the, uh, if I can say it right, uh, he was the first fruits of the resurrection. There was that feast. And, and then uh, there was 50 days after that uh, come the, the day of Pentecost. That's what Pentecost means. means 50-day feast. Just seven weeks. And they were gathered together there at Jerusalem. Uh, the Bible said there was devout men from every nation under 
heaven there. And, and the, the disciples, they was talking to these people, preaching to them. And everybody from every language in every country understood what these men were saying. They said, how can that be? Uh, these are just uh, unlearned people. Uh, these people are not educated very much. How can we understand them in our own language? Well, one of the fellows, he decided for some reason to say that the disciples were drunk. Uh, you know, it's easy to, uh, to criticize the people of God when they're moving in the Spirit. So I, I don't understand. There must be something wrong with them. Uh, I, I've had people, i brought people to church with me before when I was a teenager, and, and we'd leave, and they'd say, what in the world's matter with them people? Uh, we just had a good hallelujah meeting, but the, they wouldn't understand it. They didn't know anything about it. Uh, they thought people was acting funny, thought they'd lost their mind. I've had people tell, say, well, they've lost their mind. Uh, what was that woman shouting about? Uh, what was the matter with her? But anyway, they said the disciple was drunk. Uh, but I'm telling you what, it was just the third hour of the day, just nine o'clock in the morning. They wouldn't have been drunk yet. But Peter got up. He began to talk to them. He began to tell them something. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what. Uh, he said they're not drunk. Uh, they just fall in the Holy Spirit. God began to move. Uh, I'm telling you what. Uh, I wasn't sure uh, before long. Uh, Peter preached to him there on the day of Pentecost. This man that had denied Jesus, they had cursed and said, I don't know him. He preached the gospel and 3,000 souls got saved. I'm telling you what, if you're saved, uh, uh, you got a work you can do for God. No matter how bad you messed up, you need to get in and get on fire for God. Boy, I'm telling you what, you pray need to go a little farther. There's another man in the Bible. Uh, he was a man uh, that was an awful bad sinner. I'm telling you what, uh, the Bible uh, tells me about this man named Saul. Uh, he was persecuting the church. Uh, and uh, he was down there when Stephen, uh, when they were taking him down there, Stephen was a man of God full of the Holy Ghost. He'd been down there preaching Jesus. And the people didn't like it. And they took him out and began to stone him. While they were stoning Stephen, uh, Saul was there consenting to his death. I don't know Saul threw any stones or not, but he was just as guilty of Stephen's death uh, as the folks that were throwing the stones. They even laid their coats at uh, Saul's feet. But you know what I believe? And I, I heard this preached when I was just a young boy, and I, I believe this is probably what happened. I believe when Stephen was preaching the gospel, I believe it must have pierced Saul's heart because it wasn't long after that, uh, just a little ways down the road. Uh, and here's what Saul was doing. The Bible said Saul went into every house he was looking for people that were Christian. He was persecuting them. Uh, every house, he wouldn't leave anybody alone. He was cause, the Bible said he was causing havoc in the church. It was a bad time and a good time, Lee. Uh, there was trouble everywhere, but here's where the good part happened. Uh, when there was so much trouble going on, he was causing havoc in the church. There was uh, people that was leaving that area in that community. They were going into other communities. Uh, they went everywhere into other nations. Uh, one, uh, I read some Somebody said one time, said probably that helped populate the seven churches in Asia. Those people went everywhere and God was using them. They spread out, but they was preaching the word of God. That reminded me uh, when I was just a little boy. Uh, Mom and daddy moved up here from Kentucky and they were part of a whole crowd of people that moved uh, to Lima, Ohio from Kentucky and uh, they came up here because uh, jobs were scarce down in Kentucky. Uh, it was hard to find work down there and they felt like it was a bad time, uh, but they moved. Some of them moved to Lima, some people moved to Dayton, some moved to Detroit and all over the place. But uh, God was spreading out the grand old church. 
I, I, I'm sorry that they had trouble finding work, but I'm glad that they came to Lima, Ohio. In 1949, uh, there was a church established on Albert Street called Lima Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, well, I'm glad they were there, and I'm glad we are here. And so there's a very present help in trouble. And I want you to know help is where you need it. Uh, you can have it. It's right now. Well, God, uh, Jesus, he spoke to Saul on the road to Damascus. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Uh, boy, I'm, I'm telling you what, uh, there was a light shining from heaven and there was a voice that spoke to Saul. I'm telling you what, God got his attention. Uh, oh, Lord, what do you want me to do? Uh, he told him to go down uh, to a, a street called Straight. Uh, and he told him to do what he needed to do. And God sent a, a preacher of the gospel, Ananias, uh, down there. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, Saul got saved. And he got his name changed to Paul. And God made a Holy Ghost preacher out of him. What's your point, preacher? Well, listen, if you're here today and you're a sinner and you, you think you've done too much wrong to get saved. I've heard that all my life. I've heard people say, I probably can't get saved. I remember a man some years ago, uh, he said, I've killed a person. I can't get saved. Uh, I want you to know, uh, uh, no matter what you've done, when the gospel reaches you, if you'll just come to Jesus, repent and believe, God will save your soul. Uh, because Jesus said this. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor in heaven, and I will give you rest. He didn't say unless you've done too many bad things. He didn't say unless you've done this or that. There's only one thing that'll keep you from getting saved, and only one thing will keep you from going to heaven. That's not believing in the Son of God as your Savior. And so this man uh, that started out as Saul and wound up, his name was Paul, He'd done some of the most atrocious things that you could ever imagine. Yet he still got saved, and God made a great soldier of the cross out of him. So, so back to my uh, original comment. I'm telling you what today, boy, I can feel it in my soul. Uh, uh, there's help here now. God's a very present help in trouble. There's help here right now. And let me, let me get us a song ready. And church, let's stand up. And I'll say just another word or two, and then we'll sing. I, I believe even when the young people was up here and they were singing uh, just a little bit ago, just a few minutes ago, and when I asked everybody to stand up, I really felt like there were some people need to come to the altar out there. Well, let me tell you this. If you're here today and there's something not right in your life where you stand before God, God can take care of it. He wants to help you. He cares about you. God loves you. That's why Jesus died on the cross. Please come. And let's pray about this while we sing. No need to be bashful. Just come. Sing when you're ready. Please come. Please come today. God loves you. God loves you and he loves me. He loves all of us. And we've all, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. That's why Jesus died. Let me just ask you, just step out from where you're at. Let's walk down the aisle together and let's go to the altar. Let's pray. If you're not saved, you can get saved. Would you just come right now? We're not here to embarrass you. Heaven forbid. You don't have to make a speech. You don't have to do anything. But if you would, please come and let's pray. And if you're not saved, ask God to save you. And, and if you're here today, 
and you are saved, please come. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Just come ahead. That's good, honey. Got one coming. Praise God. While they go there to the altar to pray. And whoever wants to come around and pray with them, do that. But just, just bow down there and pray. Just bow down and pray. Praise God. Praise God. And I'm praying for him, but I'm still making invitation. I would to God today. I believe surely there's more. I, I had a burden back there for folks to move. Well, that blessed me that that one's come. But there's more needs to come. Would you come right now? Please obey the Lord. Please come if God's calling you. And I, I believe surely he's calling. Don't, don't stand back and turn the Lord away, but come. Come on. Come on. Let's pray today. Let's talk to Jesus today. If you're lost, get saved today. There's help here now. Will you come? Come on. Come on. Let me ask you this. Will you do this? Examine how you feel. And if you feel like you need to get saved, maybe you're like I was. I was so shy and I, I hated to step out, but I, I knew I needed to get saved. But there was a friend of mine right next to me who was a good Christian. And he asked me, if I wanted to go to the altar, somehow he felt that. And I said, yeah. So he went with me. If you're here today and you're lost and you feel like coming to the altar, you've got somebody you got confidence in that's close by you, just maybe get them by the hand or say to them, would you go to the altar with me? I believe surely that'll happen. And on the other hand, if you're a Christian and God's put a burden in your heart, I mean, check it. But if God's put a burden in your heart, I declare, if God's wanting you to uh, say to somebody, would you like me to go to Dalton and pray with you? Uh, I'm glad my friend did me that way. If you're here today and you're needing to uh, do something for the Lord, do that. If you're lost and needing to come and pray, come and pray. If you're saved and you're where God wants you and God wants you to invite somebody, like Brother Carl taught in Sunday school this morning. Uh, I'm glad Sister Edna come to Carl and said, do you need to go pray? Do you need to go pray? If God wants you to do that, do that. I declare obey the Lord while they sing this next song. Some others need to come while we're praying with this young man. Bless your heart, buddy. My friend on whom I depend, he's the best friend I ever knew. Please come. With my heart, obey the I Lord. Want to serve Obey today, folks. Please obey. Don't turn the Lord away, but come. Come, come. Come and obey the Lord. Come and obey the Master. Let God have His way. Bless her, Lord. Pray for all of them. Others need to come. Don't hold back. Don't stand back. Come on. And I yeah. He has never failed me. Obey the Lord. Come on. Please obey the Master. Obey the Lord.
obey the Lord. to God. I've been joining in things that work that I shouldn't be. 
and not show me that I'm a Christian. Great, great testimonies. Thank the Lord for all three of these. Let's give them applause. Amen. Let's, let's sing again. And uh, folks, just stay here with us a little bit. Folks, if you if you got it in your heart, the family or friends, or you just got it in your heart, you want to come shake hands and hug their necks, do that. Let's sing us a song. still calling and calling powerfully to people. Let's stand back up if you will and uh, uh, not trying to not trying to delay the service or anything but I just, it just came on my heart so strong. We need to sing another song and uh, you that are here 
that God's speaking to your heart. And I didn't say if that's the case. I, I believe without a doubt there's folks here that God's speaking to your heart. I can't see in your heart and I can't read your mind. That's that's. But I know my own heart and God's given me this great impression that there's folks still needing to come to the altar. <clears throat> every time I've obeyed God in my life, sometimes it seemed hard. But every time I've went ahead and obeyed God with his help, it's been good. And I look back at you and say, oh, God, thank you for helping me to do that. And, and I say this often. Everything God wants you to do, he'll help you do it. The devil will say, you can't do it. But by the grace of God, you can. God wouldn't ask you to do something that was impossible for you to do. With his help, all things are possible. So listen, you that need to get saved, I'm going to ask you to come. Boy, I, I'll tell you what, I appreciate London's testimony. Let me, let me say this. He said, I feel like I've got Jesus down in my heart. I feel like he's in my heart. If you don't feel that way, you can. That was a wonderful testimony. If you're lost, you can still get saved this morning with God calling you. If you just obey the Lord. If you're out of fellowship and you need to get in fellowship, do that. If you're here and you know you're saved and God's wanting you to join this church, come. Come. Let us know that. We'll stand right down here while they sing. The Lord. Please come. I spent some time oh, listen. with God. Would you spend some time with God this morning? On my Would you come right now? Let God bless you and help you. Come on. Let God bless you. Let God help you. Obey the Lord. Do you appreciate what God's done for you? Oh, he's done a lot. The best thing he did is give his son Jesus to die on the cross. And he's done a lot of other stuff. If we appreciate what God's done for us, we ought to be willing to do a little something for him. What about you? you willing to do something for Jesus? If he wants you to come pray, start with that. Come on. Obey the Lord. Hey, man. Obey the Lord. Come on. Come on. Obey the Lord. Let God bless you. Let God help you. Let God help you this morning. Obey the Lord. Then I came to a crossroad. I know not how or why My heart became unburdened And I began to cry Amen. Amen. In that time Please obey the Lord.
the Lord for that song. Boy, appreciate this service. Appreciate the Lord. God is sure good to us. And let's let's really, really pray for those that needed to come that, uh, that didn't. And uh, I want to share a couple things and turn over for the announcements. Uh, uh, somebody shared with me, and I hadn't thought about it or forgot or something, that, uh, you know, we were talking about having the baptizing two weeks from today. But on that weekend, uh, a lot of our young people are going down to Crouch's Creek where Brother Trey's pastor. They're going to have a youth service down there. And so it would be hard for some of them to get back that next day uh, for the baptizing. Some of those that's going to get baptized probably want to go down there. And some, you know, so maybe we'll just uh, put the baptizing a week later. If the 1st of May would work, we'll try to do it on the 1st of May. And so kind of keep that in your minds. I want to say this. I appreciate all the people that come uh, to the funeral for Lee's mommy. And I appreciate the folks not only that came, sang in the choir and was in here, but those that worked out there in the fellowship hall for the dinner. And, and I really feel like saying this. I've had this on my heart for a couple of days. Uh, there was a lot of folks that put in a lot of work. Uh, but we want you to pray. If you're here and you're able and you got free time, uh, pray about helping in those funeral dinners. Because the group that we've got that does that, uh, some of them have been doing it a long time. And, and some that used to do it can't do it anymore. And so uh, we could use some help in those funeral dinners. And if you've uh, got time and you're able and you can come, uh, pray about that. Uh, somebody said uh, that's actually a ministry, and I believe it really is. I believe, I believe there's people that come to funerals and went to funeral dinners and the fellowship and the love that they feel. I believe it's helped them come back to church, and uh, some of them got saved. And so, so really be praying about that. And, uh, but again, I want to thank everybody that's worked so hard. So I'm going to turn over to Blaine for the rest of now. A week from today uh, on Easter, we will be having sunrise service, and that will be at 6.30 in the morning. And then we'll have Sunday school, we'll have regular morning service, and then we'll also have evening service. Uh, tonight, after our Sunday evening service, we're going to have communion, and then after that service, we'll have a foot washing service as well. There is a, a bridal shower for Lexi Hemmert. That's April the 30th at 2 o'clock, and that's here uh, in the fellowship hall. And she's registered at Amazon and at Target. There is a revival uh, at Lighthouse Baptist Church that will be uh, Friday, May the 13th, and that'll be... Uh, Cooper will be preaching at 7 o'clock that night. Saturday, May the 14th at 6 o'clock, Brother Denny Hunter will be preaching. And then on May the 15th at 11, and then again at 6, Jordan Martin will be preaching. So remember that. We'll continue to announce it. If you can go, uh, go to that. That will be a blessing. We do have youth group today. Um, it'll just be our normal youth group day. We're going to meet out in the fellowship hall all ages, and we're having pizza for lunch. Um, the younger youth will stay until 3, and the big kids will stay all day. Uh, we are having choir practice at 4.30, so if you are a young adult um, that sings with the youth group, um, please come back at 4.30. We're learning a new song today. Um, and there will be a skating party on April 30th, and that'll be at um, Edgewood. Um, Pleasant View is putting that on and has invited us, so that's pretty awesome. 
Um, if you are planning on attending that, that is at 1 o'clock. I guess I should say that. It's from 1 to 3. Um, if you do plan on coming or you plan on bringing your kids or your grandkids or whatever, um, please let me know. They're kind of wanting an estimate as far as how many people we'll be bringing. So um, if you could let me know today that you're planning on coming, that'd be great. can never get her to make my announcements too. She might as well. Uh, uh, Grandpa's Bible study that he has on Tuesday nights, we're moving that to Monday nights, at least for the summer. Uh, that's online uh, via Zoom, and it's at 7 o'clock, so that'll be on Mondays now every week. Uh, if you want the link, uh, just let me know. And then also, uh, we have an association service this month, at the end of the month. That's uh, on the fifth Saturday. I believe that's the 30th. Um, and that'll be at Pleasant View at 5 o'clock, as far as I know. We'd just like to uh, thank Chris and Lisa Baudet for getting the donkeys here this morning. And I'd like to thank all the parents and grandparents and guardians that got all the kids. We had a huge class. And uh, next week, they're bringing uh, some lambs or some very young sheep. I don't know if I have the designation right, but... So come back and let's celebrate Easter together and there's going to be a lot of stuff for the kids to do and we really appreciate you bringing them. Thank you. Let me make a couple of comments about our sunrise service. I love those services and uh, for the last few years we've been really helped uh, with our youth coming to the sunrise service and helping us with the singing. I hope you'll do that again this year. and. Uh, Many years, I get somebody on my heart uh, to ask to, to preach the sunrise service, and I'm happy to ask them. But each time that I've prayed about that this year, uh, my impression's been just to ask our young preachers to be here, and we'll follow the Lord, and whoever God gives it to uh, can follow the Lord and do the preaching. So we'll just come and uh, find out who preaches in the sunrise service just by the leadership of the Lord. And so really pray for that service. <clears throat> you know, uh, we've had sunrise services before where people's got saved. I like to have another like that too, and so let's let's really pray for our uh, sunrise service and our regular Sunday morning Easter service. Uh, oftentimes, and I hope that's this way this time too. Oftentimes, uh, on our Sunday morning service on Easter, uh, we'll have people come that uh, maybe have never come before or haven't been here in a long time, and let's pray for them. I hope that happens. I I love for people to come to church, and so. That's a wonderful, wonderful time to come. Anyone else? If not, we'll ask those that are seated to stand. <clears throat> That's Bowerhead and Reverend Primwise, Brother Mike Kester. Pray to dismiss.